1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I
3: don't love junior mints. I just don't hate them. I don't don't understand why they are treated like second-class candy. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog.
2: Oh, you don't understand why a candy
4: that is basically toothpaste wrapped up in stale chocolate is
2: treated like a second-class candy. All right, I get it. It's a valid question. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog.
3: Is there a time to change? You know, the three teams I've drafted this year, second-class candy is pretty good. On WGR, Sports Radio 550. Hi there, Super Bowl week. Are you enjoying Super Bowl week so far? Yeah, yeah. By having avoided it, or pretty what? much, <laughs> pretty much,
4: yeah, yeah, but yeah, whatever. Just crossing over here, like little snippets of interviews and whatever, nothing, uh, nothing
3: aggravating so far. Still, just Tuesday. It's only
4: Tuesday, right? It's, it's, it's a long way I, to go.
3: I have all these feelings about it that just cross each other, I mean, just like good and bad, different things about it. Like I have maybe more than ever. It seems. Friends there this week, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if you asked me, I'd want to go. Like I, I, sort of am jealous of the people that I know that are there, but then also like you know, I didn't need to make that trip. You know, I, I go to Las Vegas every year mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the game is itself the matchup itself. I'm conflicted about because it's a really good matchup, but it's also like the Bills piece. I would have loved the Ravens to be there, even if it weren't the Bills. You know, just I think these two teams are just kind of played out when it comes to discussion. So, I think it could be, maybe should be a good game. Point spread is only two, if it's even that anymore. Um, I've I've seen this game, you know, like, so I both good and bad for for me about that. I like the history of the Super Bowl. Maybe my favorite thing Mm -hmm. about it is the history of it. And that, that was being there and sort of you're immersed in that. I've heard you say many times, pointing out all the banners, you know. But it's only the winners, right? Yeah, yeah. They're You're surrounded that, by that, the winners. That, that
4: struck me the first time we went. What was the first time we went? Jacksonville, Houston, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Um, yeah, in where Radio Row was set up. There, there's all, in just in the media centers, there's just all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, there's no Bills. They don't exist. They never won. They went to four in a row. It's not that long ago at the time. I mean, it was. What ten years since they'd been when we went to the first one? I think right, wow, right. in O three, right the o3 season anyway, um, and yeah, it's, it's all about the it's all about the winners. That's and that's not surprising. I'm not criticizing the league for handling it that way. You know, that's that's it's kind of predictable. But I guess I'd never really thought about it. You know, being from Buffalo, being a Bills fan, and in the media, I'm like yeah, we've got a history here.
3: No, we don't. <laughs> we don't really. We don't really. We don't exist really uh, in this world. It's for the winners. Doing shows at the Super Bowl, it's also both. Like, it's it's cool to have people, you know, s- stars walking around all over the place. But it's also, like, you know, sometimes you feel, uh, maybe not you, but I would feel a little bit, you know, inferior. Oh. Just you know, going up to these people and 100%. begging them to sit down with you for 15 I, or 20 I, minutes. I, I've said
4: many times over the years since we stopped going Uh, Maybe my my the the way I would describe it is every everyone who's there, um, like we're all we're all in tears kind of, and none of the people that we want to talk to want to talk to us, and we don't want to talk to any of the people who (laughs) want to talk to us. Right. Right, the people who are low enough on the totem pole to be like, oh, let me get on WGR in Buffalo. Like, I got a book and it's about the you know the '84 Bears that didn't win the
3: Super Bowl. Yeah, th- yeah, no.
4: I, th- I don't think this is going to be interesting to our I audience. Have a,
3: but I, I have a coffee table book on Super Bowl tees. Right, the tees that but, were kick, were kickers right, were using. But
4: there's Warren Sapp. I'm going to go. I'm going to go try to talk to Warren Sapp, and I'm going to get
3: jumped by five security guards because it's Warren Sapp. You say we're in, dif- in tears. I was in different tears watching you, <laughs> <laughs> you get spurned by Warren Sapp. I don't even think he got a look at me. Warren Sapp. That's how quick security
4: was just walled me off. Like, okay, for I. So was going to see if uh, no. Okay, I'll I'll be. I'm going to go uh, bye. That was it.
3: I remember fondly John Clayton from Super Bowls. Like he, of course, would be on with us. This was before that. I went to a couple before you mm-hmm. and me. And wanting like I I knew him a little bit from working at ESPN. And so he was somebody that you know how he was like he would have a very tough time saying no. Um so he's somebody I was looking, you know, looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um and just like John Clayton, I don't remember this might have been in Houston. So you and I were there in Houston. Uh what's that? Patriots Eagles, maybe, or Patriots Patriots Panthers. Yeah is, is Houston. I always get that mixed up. Um and there was like this little back room where maybe that was ESPN's room or just, I don't know, pro football, whatever. Clayton had all these all this status. And so he would kind of hide in this room, and you knew I could I could see the door, right? And if he came out the door, it'd be everybody. Right. All our tables are set up. People are just waiting main... to bum rush John Clayton. Yeah, right? and he would. I mean, I don't remember ever talking. Ice! I don't remember ever talking to him about this, but I just you get the sense when he would open that door, scurry is a good word for it, as fast as he could, just to try to get through that room right. without having
4: five. Right.
3: People like us, you know.
4: Whereas other people might be walking around there just dying for you to engage with them because yeah. they want to come on your show. That's what I mean about the tears. It's just like a so you're you're ch- you're chasing something that's unattainable. You don't want what is attainable and it's just like who am I to be judging that to begin with and
3: it just is yeah, very, remember, very conflicting.
4: Remember Ron Mix? I don't remember
3: Ron Mix. I think this would have been you and me, but maybe it was San Diego. Uh, Ron Mix, what all all AFL offensive lineman for the Chargers, but like a really sort of eccentric guy, and I think maybe it was fine. He had a cause, and it might have been retired players. It was mm-hmm. something like that, but I remember Ron Mix was like just sort of huge and kind of all over you to be on your show. He just was, hey, did you decide yet? Mm-hmm. You know, he, it was just surreal. Like the guy is in the me. Hall of Fame, yeah, yeah, but. I don't know like you're tr- you're trying a little bit too hard right here so I don't know <laughs> right. what this conversation is going to sound like I'm a little bit worried already uh so we booked Ron Mix and it w- it was like that just sort of awkward and um but you know okay sure <laughs> okay right uh yeah I'm trying to think of other examples you, of if, yeah if we have to we'll do it do you remember there was
4: I think I think it was the first year so that would have been in Jacksonville and that's the Eagles Patriots game right Jacksonville mm-hmm. and we had set up through some you know some every, everybody's there with you know deodorant whatever everybody has got got a, a cause that they're they're there behind not everyone but a lot of people do um and I don't remember the, the, these play I don't know if these players that came through there was one day or maybe two days in a row where in the morning we got there at like 10 a.m and, you know, no time change. It's Florida. Uh, our show's at 3, but there were going to be a bunch of guys just coming through, and we were going to get, like, five to seven minutes with three, four, or maybe even five guys a day. Okay. And they just sort of assembly line through. Um, I, I'm struggling to even think of uh, a name. Like, Romanowski the, 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 was like, one. Okay. That year. That I could pull out of this. um and at one point, we're like three, three, like one after the other, just coming through, introing them, and we're gonna run them back later on our show. And it, again, the conversations aren't that long. It's not that long from when you would have introduced the guy, and I maybe used his name too. And we're talking to this player. It was a defensive back from the Cleveland Browns that, that I remember it being now, and I could not remember who he was. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're three or four minutes into this conversation, and it's it's getting to be like he's finishing up an answer, and I'm like. I've completely blacked out on who this dude is. Like, I don't know whether to ask him about trying to cover Chris Carter or. You're right that maybe or, he's on Chris Carter's it, team. Right, I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> so, well, just, in practice, in just, practice. Right, right, just no idea. Just like, oh, God, can I, can I frame the most generic sounding football question possible at this moment in this conversation? Because I have no
3: idea who I'm talking to. You know, maybe like, uh, how, how well do you get along with your coach? Or, you know, you just say coach maybe. Sort of. <laughs> it seem cooler. How well do you get along with coach? Yep, and right. then you just have to hope they name the person. Right. Or and not ask you like you mean position coach or coordinator right. or <laughs> right. or Dave. Yeah, Dave. How long do you get a... and then they know you have no idea. They just right. get up. They're just done.
4: Yeah. I, I, I have a feeling it well, I hope in, in my memory that it was fine, but I just remember being full of panic. That I'm gonna get outed here and not be able to pull this off. I I don't think
3: I. I think it went okay, but I just I remember being full of dread. Ryan Erlocker, Donovan McNabb, Donovan McNabb's mom, right? Will Smith, funny Will Smith, chunky
4: soup. It was Donovan McNabb.
3: Yeah. Urlocker was Old Spice deodorant, or some deodorant,
4: because I remember I got an... You got some of it. Our our boss at the time, Andy Roth, who's in Cleveland, has been now for many years, Was had been in Chicago for a long time, and so I, I got him, a, a, a Urlocker to sign a deodorant and brought it back here for Andy.
3: Autograph deodorant. Oh, Autograph deodorant. I wonder if Andy still has that. No doubt. He still has <laughs> it. No doubt. Well, you and I have not talked about this... Uh, and maybe it's not that good of an idea. But I thought I might like reverse AFC power rankings, but like historical. Oh, my.
4: Wow. Okay.
3: How do the teams in the AFC rank worst to best in terms of like their history? Because the Super Bowl is, is part of that, right? Quintessentially. Yeah. You want to try it? Sure. Did you have something else you wanted to do? Not really, no. <laughs> no. I, I, it, I figured you talked about Tracy Chapman all day yesterday. I, did, so. I
4: It didn't even come up. Honestly, oh. I know. Can you believe that? I know. Yeah, that was gorgeous uh, at the Grammys. We got a moment at the Grammys that I mean, this show—if you sit through it—has its moments. Mo- most years, there's a couple, but that was. I watched it six times. That was really great yesterday. Yeah. Luke Combs. I realized as I was going through my Twitter feed yesterday morning. Um, at some point in the day, maybe when I got home after yesterday's show, I looked at my what I have liked through the day, and I liked like 12 versions of, of that. Like Some with reviews, some with just the video, but like, okay, I guess I really like this. Okay. <laughs> I, just, yeah, I just keep saying like, like, like every time I see it.
3: <laughs> All right. Based on each team's history, it's time for Reverse AFC Power Rankings. I just think it'd be interesting to do this exercise, see where the bells might land. Powered by Empire Electric, your residential neighborhood electrician. Visit Empire Electricians. Some people say visit. I said visit. Visit EmpireElectricians.com. All right. Sixteen. Whose entire existence of all the teams in the AFC is the lightest?
2: Hmm. Do the Houston Texans also encompass the Houston Oilers, or does Tennessee get them?
3: It definitely does not. Houston does not get the Oilers. It's not a city we're doing. But I think with the Titans, you could do that either way. You could include the Oilers. It's the franchise. Yeah. So I, I think I would. yeah. But I think you could maybe also not want to do that. But it's definitely, not, it's definitely not the Texans. The Texans don't get the Oilers. The Texans don't get the Oilers, but the Browns get the Browns. Because that's what the NFL did. The Ravens are only the Ravens. Right. And the Browns get the old Browns. Which, by the way, is not that much better than the Texans. I mean, it is. Are we going Super Bowl era only? Well, that's what this is Super Bowl. Yes, okay, right. So Otto Graham is not in. Otto Graham and Jim Brown. No, they don't. uh, They they
4: don't. They don't. They don't move the meter here.
3: All right. Well, Houston is what it is. I mean, they're the youngest, and and they've never been to a Super Bowl. So Houston. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Sixteen. I'll I'll explain to your family just how why it's the the order is so weird this week. Because they're not going to understand it unless they know what we did. Look, as long as you just write between the lines, I'll no line, no
4: problem. <laughs> lines, no lines. Fifteen, new, no new, line, new paper. okay. Fifteen, uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, I think that's right.
3: Fourteen. Um. Well, uh, uh, cl- 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 I think we're to Cleveland. We we might be. Never been to a Super Bowl the Chargers have been to one. I'm not sure I like their overall more than Cleveland's I mean Cleveland's had some I guess the eighties they had some very close calls,
4: but they never got there. The Chargers have at least been there i and they got smoked
2: they, yeah, the, they did get annihilated but their I... whole their whole party in the Super Bowl was just to be Steve young's coronation. I still think they outrank Cleveland because they at least got there. All right, yeah. I'll say the
3: Chargers. You you say Cleveland? I'm saying Browns. Yeah.
2: I'll go Browns here. They haven't made it. Thirteen. Chargers. Okay.
3: Historical reverse AFC power rankings. Twelve. Tennessee? Yes.
4: I was going to say Bengals, but they at least have been to three Three, three. and not one. Tennessee's only been to the one. The Oilers never went, right? Uh, So, yeah, the Titans are next. 11? I think I'd go Bengals, I think.
2: I would actually go Jets here, I think. They've only gone to the one. It is big, but it was early, and they've never really even gotten close since.
3: Yeah, that's interesting. The Jets, I knew, would be interesting because it's the biggest yeah. Super Bowl win ever, arguably. But most of their history is rotten, right. really. I mean, just yep. 13 Th- years since a playoff appearance. They're approaching the Bills yeah. drought in terms of length. Um, Cincinnati... I'm going to say Cincinnati because a lot of really down years too. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the the bungle tw- years. The twenty last twenty-five or thirty years of the Bengals is pretty, pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. I think the Jets, even
4: though it is you know 1969, uh, it's a win, and that should outrank a team that's been three times and lost every time, and is, you know, not currently, but. You know, kind of equally viewed as inept.
3: I think I would only... I wouldn't necessarily say that. Like, there might be a team that's won one that... Like, Tampa Bay. That wouldn't do that for me. But the Jets' win is so important. Historic. Uh, 10. Is Jets... Sure. Yeah. Okay. 9. Are the Bills the only team left that doesn't have a win?
4: Uh, I think that that's correct. Yeah,
3: that's right. But they have an important distinction. Four in a row. Does that outrank? Who Who else could it be? One, Colts. One-timer Colts. They've gone to two, winning one. They've won twice. Uh, five and whatever Roman numeral cocktail the Bears game was. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. Lost to the Jets. Lost to New Orleans. Right. I mean the Colts. It's it's early in the Super Bowl era, and it's quick. It's pretty quick. After Super Bowl five, they go away for basically <laughs> almost all of it until until Peyton Indiana- Manning.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I. I think the Colts outrank the Bills. I might, too. I might, too. So, I think the Bills, being the last non-winner, I think they have to go here, even though four in a row.
3: All right. Historical AFC Power Rankings, eight. Indianapolis over Miami. Miami has the undefeated. Yeah, I feel like... Ravens? Ravens have two. One's a pretty famous team, 2,000 Ravens, but... Yeah, I
4: feel like of the of the winners and even multiple winners like the Colts, I feel like they're they're the Colts should be the next team off the board. Okay. 7
3: Maybe now Baltimore. Okay. 6 we're down to M- Miami's next. Miami, New England, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Denver Raiders. Denver has, Denver had like the worst Super Bowl history
2: until they won back-to-back. Right. So
3: they're...
4: Elway
2: went to three pretty early in his career and lost all three, right? They were all pretty big blowouts. Then wins the two later. Yes. Right. And then you have the Manning Super Bowl, too. That's right. Which one was a blowout, one is, yeah, all right. So they're three and five? They've been to eight? Oh, boy. That's crazy. You don't think about that with Denver a lot of the time, too. (laughs) No, I guess not. I guess they've been to eight.
3: Well, it's a good number. Miami? Did we decide? It's
4: got
2: to be Miami next. Where are we?
3: Miami. What number are we on? Six. Six. (laughs) Miami, New England, Pittsburgh. New England, no. Pittsburgh, no. Denver, I guess, no. Raiders, mm, No. It's it's been since eighty three. Right. Since they've won the Raiders, but they won three. Yeah. It's iconic, those those teams, that era. Miami six? Yes. Five. What is Kansas City? This is four with Mahomes already? Right. Plus Super Bowl one. In Super Bowl four,
2: Yeah, the early history, then you mix in now that they've gotten very good and very consistent.
4: But between Super Bowl four and now... Pretty not great. Never. They weren't even in one, right?
3: Correct. Yeah. Listen to us. What a joke. <laughs> they weren't even in one. <laughs> For like 50 years. Losers.
4: <laughs> wow. Uh, I think I gotta go Raiders. Wait, did we do the Ra- We
3: did the Ravens already, right? Yes. Okay. It's Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, Patriots, Steelers. I'm pretty comfortable with Raiders left. here.
4: Raiders, I think. Okay.
3: Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
3: Four,
4: I think I want to put the Broncos here.
3: Man, yeah, I, I do too.
2: Even though they have the numbers, I don't know. Is that what's the problem with the Broncos? They get blown out when they get there a lot of the time. <laughs> they show up <laughs> as like a consolation prize.
4: Yeah, I'm. I maybe. I I think I yeah. Okay, I like the I like the other team standing more than them for this three
2: <clears throat> Kansas City I think now I
4: think the Chiefs yeah two Steelers
2: I'm Patriots. going Patriots here Patriots it's the longevity the Patriots have that one it's a great window but it's the one window the Steelers for like everybody's lifetimes they've been awesome except like a window in the 80s they both have six
4: wins yeah yeah uh, I think so. Yeah, right. Four with Bradshaw, and then two with Roethlisberger. That's that's what how that how that was. Yep. Okay.
3: And Brady has seven, but six with New England. Right. How about the Steelers? Last week they were sixteenth. Right. And today they're they're first. What a day for them! Is that? I'd love to debate this. Like, is are, are the really the Steelers have the greatest history of all the teams in the AFC? The Super Bowl era. I mean, maybe that even includes everybody. Niners, Dallas, Green Bay is pretty good on the other side. 803 0550 is the number. Bulldog and I going it's going way back to Friday have a bet on whether the Bills will start offense or defense in the draft. I I'm saying defense. Or kicker or punter. I've got I got mm-hmm. Bulldog to concede kicker mm-hmm. and punter yeah. as well. Um so we'll we'll talk some drafts and prospects. Pretty much be doing a lot of that, of course, here for the next little while. Lines are open for your calls. We won't have Trista today. She will be with us tomorrow. We will have Ross Tucker. And we will have the Sabres tonight with pregame at 6. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, this is WGR.
4: I'm excited. You know, I'm biased, right? i played for this organization for a long time. Would like to see them get back to winning some football games. And I think most importantly, he's got to stabilize the quarterback position. It really was the thing that held the Falcons back this last year. And I think if he can do that, whether it's, you know, bringing in a young player from somewhere else, like a Justin Fields or something like that, or moving up in the draft and trying to get one of these talented guys that – we've seen in in college football. I think they have to do something at that spot. I look for them to be aggressive this offseason.
3: Well, Bulldog, I know you didn't order that, but that is Matt Ryan talking about a team you hate, the Atlanta Falcons, who have the eighth pick of the draft. We really haven't, at least I haven't, gotten too granular with the, the draft order. And quarterbacks and, you know, what might happen here. I know there was a lot of talk yesterday about Washington at the two slot maybe trading up because of Cliff Kingsbury, who they hired having coached Caleb Williams at USC. Um, that would mean, though, that the Bears would not be drafting Caleb Williams and would be keep keeping Justin Fields, which um, I think is not the right choice. But I think they're – I don't know. It's some Sometimes a situation is just like one of those where you'd say it's a lot easier to talk about it than actually have to do it. Um, Antonio Pierce takes over for Josh McDaniels with the Raiders and seems to immediately restore credibility and, you know, positive vibes with the Raiders. The season ends. It's like, how can you not hire him? But I don't know. I think... You certainly didn't have to. Right. It's just that's easy to say. I mean there'd be a lot of pressure to do it and you may feel like you want to do it. And they, they quickly the did. Players are clamoring
4: for it, including like your best player probably, right? Max Crosby like wants him and you know, that's a that might be a tough spot to put yourself in or put your GM in if you're you're the owner and you don't want to do it.
3: You kinda have to. And I wonder if the Fields thing compares to that. Is another one of those where like, the players want fields, it seems. The fans even maybe came over to, or were already at the, that position, wanting the Bears to keep going with fields, give them a chance, you know, like that. There were moments, but, man, that'd be really hard for me because I have a chance to reset the rookie quarterback clock, if you will, with Caleb Williams, who was a better much better prospect than Justin Fields, as good as Fields was. Mm-hmm. Like I would just have to do that, I think. Um, but what what are what are my costs? You know, internally. I'm I'm speaking like somebody who would get to decide. Like if I were a GM, I don't know if somebody would tell me uh, what. Yeah, I to mean,
4: do. I just I really wonder what what you should expect to get back for Fields in a trade um, is 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 a is certainly something to consider. Um, like to how, how well do you do in that transaction? Um, I don't know. I mean, you could, <laughs> you could trade fields and still trade with Washington to let them get one and get Williams. And you could take Drake may or Jaden, uh, Jaden Daniels, I suppose like the, you, you could do that max out your asset return. You know, I, I don't know what, what I know history should tell us somewhat what it costs to go even just from two to one that has happened before. Um, so it might be worthwhile to do that if you like the two guys comparably, you know Williams and and say Drake May or Daniels.
3: The Bears have some recent precedent in trading from three to two in the Trubisky trade with San Francisco, right? But this would be way bigger than that, I, w- I would think. And and a part of me thinks that that's what you should do because right, nobody knows anything, and right. these other prospects are good. But man, that is also one you won't you don't see it. Because it's too much of your neck being on, on the line if if you're not way right. Right. If you've got a guy that's unquestionably number one,
4: and that's where we are. Williams, that's what it was before the year started. We went through the year, and there was, you know, there's some question about his play this year. But I don't see anybody dinging him enough to get him out of that top spot. So you pass on that. It's not like there's, you know, some team might have a different preference. I mean, they, they might but it seems pretty clear cut and if you do that yeah i mean you're, you 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 might look you know you might look as bad as uh, as you could look trading out of a spot where patrick mahomes ends up being drafted <laughs> but the, that, the bills got away with that it's a very different somewhat. it's very different i mean mahomes was is not was not the top, it's it's a different scenario um you know the top pick unquestionably the top guy you trade that away to take the other guy that's different than getting out of 10 and letting Kansas City take Mahomes. I know.
3: I was just being I, a little cheeky. I would be, I am the type to harp on something like that. Like, I could just be here forever driving you crazy with how the Bills did that. But Allen makes it mostly okay. Yeah. It's just not all the way okay because not only is Allen not Mahomes, you're losing to Mahomes. Yeah. It is
4: pretty annoying that the only guy I would, and maybe a lot of Bills fans feel the same. Like, to me, there's only one guy I would rather have than Allen in the league, and that's the guy that they didn't pick the year before. <laughs> it's like, that that really is bad fortune, you know? Like, that is in, cruel. In something that, like, if w- Watson could be that guy, and he was picked two picks later, and, you know, set aside the, you know, what, the, the mess he's made of his life, um, you know, he could have turned into that player and there would be no connection, but he didn't, and Mahomes did, and you passed on him. But, yeah, Allen... Yeah, it's, it is. It's It's close, but it's not all the way there. Because, like I said, he's he's the only guy that I would say, you know, objectively,
3: I'd rather have. The Chiefs don't need it for scoreboard when it comes to the Bills. Because they win these playoff games. But if they wanted it. Oh, and by the way. Right. <laughs> you traded us that draft pick. Well, Atlanta was Matt Ryan talking about the Falcons there. And that'll be interesting. They're at eight. There are three, are there four quarterbacks? It seems like right now there are three that should go early, early early. yeah. but yeah, eight for the fourth quarterback off the board is probably too much of a reach, even if you're a team that needs one. so they probably what what kind of traffic is there? You have Washington, which will definitely pick one at two if not, move up right. Uh, New England at three, I would think is extremely likely. Uh, Arizona is probably a no. Mm -hmm. The Chargers at five are a no. The Giants at six. The Titans at seven. You, the Falcons at eight. Really close. Yep. Certainly could make the argument. For the third guy? I mean, all of those teams should do it. Oh, for the third guy.
4: Yeah, I I just, I don't think the third
3: guy's getting beyond the top
4: five, probably.
3: No, maybe not. Would Tennessee pick a quarterback, the third quarterback at seven, with Levis?
4: I I think they'd be insane not to. All right. If he I... if he got that far, but with the teams that are there, I just assuming see the Bears are the are the are the trick there. Like the they 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 have to pick one in order for the three to go in the top five, I think, because of the way the, the board is set. Uh <laughs> and if they don't, then maybe then Tennessee or Atlanta or one of these teams down there before
3: ten maybe feels like they're live. The Bears also picked ninth. And then the Jets pick 10th. And then, so the Jets, Aaron Rodgers will tell them what to do. Yes. And he probably would not draft his successor.
4: I'm guessing no. Although, that might be smart.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I think
4: that's probably a good idea. They probably could use another guy, maybe even as
3: soon as, you know, in their opener when his leg explodes again. This year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota at eleven. Yes, I saw a tweet from Matthew Collar today. Matthew's in Vegas and doing a lot of interviews. Uh, he wrote a book on PFF, so Matt's going like booth to booth over there. And he said, because he's asked about the, the Vikings and Cousins, of course, uh, it'd be funny if we were there and we uh, couldn't get Matthew Collar. <laughs>
4: right, right.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim Rome wants me. Yeah, can't can't do it, boys. <laughs> but he he said in a, one of these interviews today that. Most people he's talking to uh, at Radio Row think the Vikings will move on from Cousins. Mm -hmm. That Cousins will be able to find a better team to play for. So that's interesting. Like, uh, I think that that's fine from Minnesota's standpoint. But is he – is that the Steelers, potentially? Is that Denver, if that were to work out, with Wilson Mm -hmm. leaving? Imagine the money they would waste – on Wilson, but then, I don't know, can they sign a guy like Kirk Cousins instead? Um, and, you know, Seattle maybe is another team. Mm-hmm. I could see Seattle looking for somebody else. I don't think Gino was terrible, but he's not entrenched. Right. 500, nine, eight, nine and 8 record, new coach.
4: Yeah, they should be in the market, I think. Even if even if they want to ride out the the remaining two years of that, that was three years that they did with Geno, right after that after last year's breakthrough, last off season, I Could think be. he did three years. They want to ride that all the way out. I mean, this is here comes year two. Um, I think you should get a guy in the in the pipeline. Like where are they again? Eleven, 12? Seattle, yeah, 16. 16. Maybe that's uh, the Michigan guy, McCarthy. Yeah, is he quarterback four? I think, didn't Cody say, Cody Carpentier was with us last week from the Senior Bowl, and the way he talked about the quarterbacks at the Senior Bowl, he said he thought maybe the guy who had the best week was McCarthy, because he wasn't there. The guys that were there were uneven, and
3: maybe that helped McCarthy. And Penix didn't play in the game. He pulled himself out of of the game, too. Right, Bo Nix. Well... For me, maybe not for you or you out there, but very early on in the process, like I don't have. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking, just sort of talking it out right now. Yeah. What What do we have here? What are these teams in the middle? Seattle was in the middle like this, even maybe they made the playoffs, but maybe they had someone else's pick. I don't know. This could be two years ago now that as I think of it, but they've they've often been a team lately where you could justify mm-hmm. going quarterback, and they haven't done it. Uh, the Raiders in here too. Raiders are kind of perfect. Maybe that's Cousins. Yeah, at thirteen. All right. Is that a better situation than Minnesota <laughs> Raiders? <laughs> yeah. It's maybe better in that it's different. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah. It's kind of it's. You fooled around long enough here, Kirk Cousins and, and right. the Vikings. Yeah. So maybe both sides would like like a
4: change. If I were Minnesota, I would definitely be ready to move on. Uh, I you know I don't know what what you know, cousins feels about it, but he, he might if, if, it's, if, they, if they're sort of fatigued by him, I could see him being eager to get out of there. Like, let me go somewhere else, start new? I never get, I never get the respect I, I feel I
3: deserve, so let's go try it somewhere else. Well, I think what is he? Is he 35 cousins, maybe even younger? he probably gets there are enough teams looking and he's 35 and like he's good enough young enough he probably gets a real contract i think cousins i mean he's been making 2023 uh his 35 40 million like that's kind of where he's been living yep and i could see him getting that for 3 years now yeah also off of torn Achilles, by the way. Yeah, that's right. But I could see him coming close to that on a three-year deal for some team. The Raiders might be perfect for this. Um, trading or you know moving on from Derek Carr and then having this Garoppolo purgatory kind of season. New coach, new vibes. Yep. Here, here's credibility to some extent in Cousins. I think that's what he would be worth. Three or four years at that kind of rate. Yep, is probably what he gets, and that's where it's, it's just case closed with Minnesota, because they're not going to do that again. Right, they're not going to pay him the same contract. Right, if he's if he's got four
4: years, a hundred and eighty million out there somewhere, let's say, yeah, you're not doing that if you're Minnesota. You're just, I'm not doing half that if I'm Minnesota. No, no, I did it already. Yeah, we didn't win. I boy, just think to be in a position where paying. Yeah, we're just spitballing here, but if, that, if that's realistic, and I think it is for him, uh, given the marketplace and the number of teams that will be looking, uh, if if that's a step up and a good idea for you, oh my gosh, like, it's just like it, and I think it is for the Raiders, but that just, boy, that's nowhere
3: you want to be. That is just nowhere you want to be. Tampa Bay might be one more team worthy of mention for quarterback, but it feels like Mayfield after the season he had got the two playoff starts that you uh needed to cash <laughs> cash a ticket right and i think that's a season where you would maybe want to go forward it, maybe that's Ryan Fitzpatrick for you i don't know Mayfield like I, I yeah it it doesn't i it's definitely not foolproof
4: but i think he i think he gets close to what Cousins might get Three, the Geno Smith, whatever. Three, Geno and what we were talking about, the cousins are different, different things. I, I recognize Some, somewhere between thirty and forty million a year for three or four years. I think is what Mayfield like that. I think is the mark.
0: Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.
4: you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick
3: responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Would you want them to do it? For their sake? Yeah.
4: Yeah. He, If he settles in somewhere and has some
3: stability coaching-wise, he might still be Decent, yeah, I think that's right. And he had injuries. He played through that injury in Cleveland and really hurt him. And then he looked completely shot. Carolina, Rams, a couple of weeks with the Rams, and then he was good this year. And he was—he's he, also kind of fun. I mean, yeah, in a, in a season where everybody can't throw the ball down the field, he—he he could throw the ball down the field. He managed to do that. They didn't win every week, you know, but yep. Mayfield pushed the ball. I think if I were them, I would want to, I would want to commit to that,
4: you know, not like lifetime contract, but like I'm saying three years, four years, 30 to 40, maybe even 45. I don't know what, you know, what, what, but
3: that's, I'd want to do that. I hope I can get out of it in two years. If it blows up, probably should get to that quarterback carousel draft pretty soon before the, uh, the dominoes start to fall. I knew you knew knew I was going to say dominoes. 803-0550 803-0550 for your thoughts. Talking quarterbacks, also some Super Bowl history. Reverse AFC power rankings. We did it by uh, each teams going by each team's past to present, and the Bills came in uh, ninth on that ranking. Right here is here's the list. We will have Ross Tucker at five, and then Sabers pregame for the Sabers uh, outing with Dallas tonight which starts at 7 downtown. Sabres in black tonight. We'll talk about them a little bit when we return. Trista Crick tomorrow. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here, WGR. Welcome back. It's a hockey night tonight, 6 o'clock. Paul Hamilton joins us for the start of our pregame show. Dallas Stars in town. Jake Ottinger in net against Lukanen. You and I have not talked about the uh, All-Star weekend I guess we could have talked about the draft a little bit on Friday when the draft had happened on Thursday night where they picked the teams. I thought the skills night was excellent. Yeah. I would never have wanted to watch it. Like, I would not. If I had been home, I would never have turned it on. Mm -hmm. But I was out with my wife at a place where it was on, and I became glued to it. They did a great job. I I talked a little bit about this yesterday. I mean, aside
4: from Kucherov uh, (laughs) just, you know, not trying at all – um, I thought the format really worked. Um, and it was, I, I welcomed a to return, you know, I, I'm not one who took shots at them for the dunk tanks and the guys playing golf with hockey sticks and whatever else we had making up the skills competition of all-star weekend the last couple of years, the fountains in Vegas and whatever else they did. Um, but I, 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 I thought I thought the guys, you know, again, with the exception of Kucherov were, um. We're fairly competitive about it, uh, so that's to that's to their credit, and I think it's to the the credit of the league that I you know, I guess McDavid had a a big say in redesigning um,
3: that whole night,
4: and I think it was a success.
3: I would agree, putting the million dollars up and having the format, the scoring of it be the you, you kind of kept people in it, which kept the fans in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think my favorite thing was the in the shootout which was really cool how they set that up, too. Like, there was some hard skating you had to do in that shootout round, but how you had to pick the goalies you wanted to face. Right. And how the first – who was the first guy? He picked Cam Talbot. I would said to my wife, my daughter may have been watching, too, like, you have to pick Cam Talbot of these goalies. You have mm-hmm. to pick Cam Talbot. And it was uh, Nylander, I think. And he said, why – you know, Kevin Weeks like, why uh, Talbot? He's like, well, he's the closest. He's standing right here. He's looking at me. <laughs> right. So, good uh, answer. Good answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Have you um, seen him play? <laughs> just, I didn't want to pick any of the other ones. Somebody said that too. Have you seen the other guys play? Uh, maybe it was who picked Swayman. Said that. Like, look at the other guys. Have you seen them? So um, cool that they put. They were willing to put the players on the spot like that. Yeah, you know, makes it more interesting. Yeah, and it's the kind of thing politically that can just get quashed in the in the room because it's just we would never want to embarrass anybody. But you can embarrass the goalie a little bit that way mm-hmm. and challenge him. And then the same thing with the shooter. You pick Talbot, you better, you better light him up.
4: And Pasternak did a nice job on Swayman. Used a, used a
3: really slick move to beat his teammate, which was pretty cool. Yeah, so great job, uh, Hockey. How about that? Great hockey. job, Hockey. I think I think it was. All right, we'll talk some football again here next. We've got the Super Bowl. We've got the draft. And uh, more here in Hour 1. Ross Tucker joins us at 5. Trista Crick normally would be on at this time coming up, but she will be joining us tomorrow instead. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com
1: for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.